Jackson on that one this morning. Here on a nice, nice Wednesday morning at 20 in a row, Wax 104.5, about 53 degrees out there. Now, there is fog in some areas, so be careful if you're uh, heading out and you run into some fog this morning. It'll eventually blow out of here because we're going to get more sunshine today. It's going to be a day a lot like yesterday, and oh, it wasn't yesterday nice. Should get into the low 80s, partly cloudy. Then tonight, it'll get uh, kind of cloudy overnight. We're looking for probably by morning some rain moving through the area and temperatures probably about 10 degrees cooler tomorrow than we have today so again got some uh, work you need to get done get it done today and then sit back and take a couple days off and then it'll get nice again friday saturday and sunday next chance of rain on monday so that's a uh, weather in a nutshell but we've got a lot of other chores to do this morning here at wax and to do that i'm bob and i'm scott and Oh, that was so nice yesterday afternoon, except for the one thing. What? It lit up those Asian beetles and the wasps out on the south side of the machine sheds and everything else. And if you're out doing something against the shed or your house or farmyard, doing some painting or anything, they were miserable. Those critters were miserable. Yeah, they're not gone yet. We haven't had that uh, real hard frost to... To get rid of them, but yeah, they'll be those ladybugs and beetles. They just attack the side of a building and stay right there in the sun. So be careful of that. Well, we've got uh, sign up underway for the uh, second coronavirus food assistance program. I know you talked about that on Monday, but uh, the dollars, well, they're not quite there yet. I expect them will be, but not quite yet. And uh, we got some of the countryside landmark merger is uh, moving forward. We'll get a little update on mm-hmm. that this morning. And we're also going to hear from uh, former Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack, who was there for eight years in the Obama administration. And he's going to talk about Joe Biden's policies on agriculture as we get closer to the election. And then tomorrow... We're going to hear from Ray Starling, and Ray was a a former top assistant to President Trump in the White House for Agriculture and Food and Trade, and he was also Chief of Staff for Sonny Perdue at the Agriculture Department, so he'll talk on behalf of President Trump, so don't get your undies in a twist. We're we're giving equal time to both (laughs) sides, so they're going to get a chance to talk about uh, what President Trump has accomplished and what Mr. Biden says he will accomplish if he's elected president. So, And uh, they're long interviews, so we'll hear part of uh, Vilsack today, part of Starling tomorrow, and then we'll, we'll feed more of that into the programming as we uh, get closer to the election. So uh, that mm-hmm. will be interesting. And it was uh, surprisingly how easy it was to get those folks to visit with us. What a surprise, uh, huh? I wonder why. Yeah, they uh, in the election campaign, they they want to get the word out. But, uh, again, unless you get a chance one-on-one to talk to these people, if you get them in a setting where there's a lot of media, you don't get a chance to do that. So I thank both the Biden and Trump committees for Great. making these top-level. I mean, these are top-level people available to us. This isn't, uh, you know, some, some person down at the local level. That I think they're going to do this. I think they want to do that. No. These guys know what uh, both candidates are uh, planning for agriculture coming up, right. coming forward. So we'll have uh, Vilsack today and Ray Starling tomorrow. So what do you got brewing this morning on the uh, coffee pot? I went for that good old go-to breakfast blend this morning from from Revolution Coffee down at Black River Falls on the main drag. 
I might go down there in a little while, throw my father-in-law in a vehicle, and pick up some good sandwiches too for breakfast. I, That's not a, they I, got I breakfast sandwiches. They got brec- regular breakfast oh, well, sandwiches. I shouldn't say sandwiches. I'll probably get a scone. I'm a scone fellow, you know. I'm oh, yeah, you're a sensitive a, guy. Yeah, you know? that's right, with a little finger in the air. So, yeah, All right, well, well you go, I, have, I, you, I, you go what? I had some great liver and onions yesterday with my father-in-law yesterday afternoon, and uh, I have to have something to wash it down today. Yeah, that's good. I haven't had liver and onions in a long time. I used to like that. My dad and I were the only ones in the family that really liked it, and I haven't, haven't had it in a long, long time, but it sounds good, so... Yep. All right, well, you go enjoy. We'll talk to you after the top of the hour. Yes, we will. There you go. Liver and onion, Scott, this morning on 20 in a row. Wax 104.5. Again, 53 degrees right now, but a little fog out there in some places. Not all over the area, but some places. So be careful until it burns off. I remember when I first heard you. Wax 104.5. About a minute after 5, this is 104.5 FM. WAXX Eau Claire. Here's the news. NBC News Radio, I'm Dean Mucho. President Trump plans to discuss his plans for health care soon. White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany said on Tuesday some parts of the plan have already been out there, including lowering drug costs and telemedicine. President Trump is preparing to make an announcement of his nominee to fill the vacant Supreme Court seat. It's set to happen on Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern. President Trump is determined to have the Senate vote on his nominee before the November election. Intelligence officials reportedly believe Russian President Vladimir Putin is likely directing an operation to intervene in the upcoming U.S. election. Brian Shook has more. The Washington Post reports the CIA assess that Putin and other top Russian officials are behind efforts to disparage Democratic nominee Joe Biden. Their efforts are also meant to sow public discord ahead of the November election. Intelligence officers made a similar determination about Putin's direct involvement in plans to disrupt the 2016 election. A killer's been executed by the federal government in Indiana. William Emmett LaCroix died Died by lethal injection Tuesday, 19 years after raping and murdering 30-year-old Joanne Lee Teisler in Georgia. The House has passed a funding measure to avoid a government shutdown in just a matter of days. Mark Mayfield with more. The yeas are 359, the nays are 57, with one recorded as present, two-thirds being in the affirmative. The rules are suspended, the bill is passed, and without objection... The motion to reconsider is laid on the table. House Democrats struck a deal with the Trump administration, and the measure would fund the government through December the 11th. It still needs to be approved by the Republican-led Senate before it can make its way to President Trump's desk. Phoenix is coming out of a record-breaking summer. The National Weather Service says Arizona's capital city saw an average temperature of 96.9 degrees. The mean high temperature was just below 109. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Oh, and they said, go west, young man, go west. Uh, Air conditioning, settle the desert. (laughs) And uh, they can have the desert. That's just too darn hot. Man, it'll be a nice day today. This is about perfect today. We'll tell you about our weather next. You see the future you want to build for yourself, your family, and your business. You see the challenges that lie ahead and what you'll need to meet them. We see new ways to help you accomplish all of that and more. We're Bremer Bank. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. 
This week at Macy's, it's full-on fall. Get ready for it with the latest trends like chic black and white styles and classic plaids, plus new arrivals from your favorite brands like Ink, Calvin Klein, Tommy Hilfiger, and more. Now at Macy's. We saved big money with our progressive home and auto bundle and used the cash to take a family vacation. To Hawaii. Who's up for a luau? Yeah. This is not a real testimonial. Sure, customers can save big money with Progressive, but not enough to go to Hawaii. They'll probably use it for things like the mortgage and groceries, or even a travel magazine, so at least they can see pictures of Hawaii. Aloha! <laughs> yes, say hello to those beautiful Hawaiian beaches in that magazine. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, enjoy it. The weather today, it's a lot like yesterday. Low 80s, partly cloudy, should see a lot of sunshine. Should be a beautiful day. Then tonight, it's going to start getting cloudy. Look for some rain by tomorrow morning across the area. High tomorrow is only going to be in the low 70s. Then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, partly cloudy. So again, we'll see sunshine. And temperatures Friday, 79. Saturday, 74. Sunday, 69. Then another chance of rain on Monday with temperatures in the 60s. Right now, Black River Falls is cool. It's 46 degrees there. Rice Lake's 51, and again, there's fog out in some areas, so be careful. 51 at Rice Lake with some fog. Wausau, 56. Marshfield, 57. Green Bay, 58. Madison Sun Prairie, 54 this morning. Milwaukee at 63. La Crosse at 60. Here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area, we're looking at... Uh, 53 degrees, but again, it'll warm up, oh, about 30 degrees today. It's going to be a nice one. We'll check the markets next. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. When you need to buy a trailer and you're not sure where to go, just ask around. You'll hear, go to Pete's Trailer Sales in Rice Lake, Wisconsin. Why? Because at Pete's Trailer Sales, we have the best trailer at the best price. We carry PJ, Legend, Stealth, Hillsboro, Corn Pro, and Master Tow. With hundreds of trailers to choose from, chances are we have just what you need. Visit our website at Pete'sTrailerSales.com or call 715-234-1993. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we do have market information to take a look at, courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance. And as always, Scott starts us off with the cash livestock. Fed beef steers are at 96 to 106 and three quarters with mixed 80 to 97. Beef heifers are at 95 and three quarters to 103 and a half with mixed 70 to 96. Holstein steers are at 89 to 95 and three quarters with with choice 70 to 88. Market cows. 35 to 54 with the high selling 56 to 73 and market bulls 72 to 92 on the hog side butcher hogs are at 28 and down sows 15 to 19 and boars 5 and down new crop and old crop market lambs are at 117 and a half to 155 and feeder lambs are at 127 and a half to two dollars 
All right, and you hang on. We'll get some yeah, final yeah. news from you in here in just a few moments. But first of all, more of our markets, uh, futures for livestock, cattle lower, hogs a little higher yesterday. October live cattle, 106.47, that was down 22. December at 110.17, down 42. February hog, or February cattle, 114.20, that was down 105. And April at 116.37, down 102. Feeder cattle for October at 140.62, down 162. November at 141.17, that was down 155. January feeders at 139.45, down 147. And March at 138.47, down $1.60. Hogs were a little higher yesterday. October lean hog carcass contracts, 68.32, up 272. December at 64.10, up 255. February at 69.07, up 185. And April hog, 72.27, up 132. And at the Board of Trade overnight, a two sided trade continues with the prices uh, under pressure overnight coming down a little bit in spite of uh, the Chinese buying a lots of U.S. corn right now. December corn down two at 367. The oats also down two there at uh, 286. December wheat down two to three cents, 555. November soybeans down a nickel at 1014. And the October soybean meal down a dime at $337.40. Barrel cheese unchanged, 163 and a half. The blocks down four and three quarters at 260. The butter up three quarters at 162. Class three prices, September was up a penny at 1627. Then the October price fell, well, it fell, I don't remember a drop like this, down a dollar twenty-three. 1842 is October class three. November, again, down over the limit, down 82 cents at 1816. December down 46 at 1721. January down 20 at 1667 as prices were lowered unchanged into 2021. So that's an early morning check of our markets. Ten and a half minutes after five o'clock again. We're going to have a beautiful day out there. A little fog around the area in some places this morning. Be careful of that. But we'll get into the low 80s today. We should see some sunshine. We're also going to take a look at what's going on in the world of agriculture. We've got farm news coming up. The farm news is being brought to you by Chili Implement of Chile, Wisconsin. A lot of land comes with a lot of work. The new Kubota MX Series has a lot to offer, including the versatility to mow, move hay bales, grade roads, and clear brush and snow. An optional spacious cab to keep you comfortable in any conditions. A front-end loader with excellent loader lift capacity, hydrostatic or gear transmission options, and affordably priced. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. Visit Chili Implement today. Check out their Kubota line. Chili Implement, 715-683-2444. Buer Lumber and Prentice isn't just a sawmill, it's a family-owned and operated business, and they want you to join their family. Buer Lumber is looking for skilled laborers, maintenance, forklift operators, electricians, and second-shift general laborers. They offer a competitive salary with affordable benefits such as medical, dental, and vision. Apply online at BuerLumber.com. That's B-I-E-W-E-R Lumber.com. Or call 715-428-2762. The fall season is here. The leaves are changing, which means the weather is too. Stop on down at Wolf's True Value and Park City Auto Parts in Greenwood for all your winter needs. Furnace filters, space heaters, window insulation kits, pipe wraps, snowblowers, and more. Don't forget about the birds. 
Wolf's True Value and Parts City Auto Parts also carries bird seed and feeders. Need to winterize your vehicle? See Mark to help you keep your auto running all year round at Wolf's True Value and Parts City Auto Parts in Greenwood. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Twelve and a half minutes after five o'clock. In just a few minutes, we're going to hear Tom Vilsack talk about uh, Mr. Biden's plans for agriculture. But we have other farm news to take a look at, courtesy of Chili Implement over at Chili. Brad and the gang over there. And uh, Scott, what's going on? As we've been talking, the sign-up has started for the second coronavirus food assistance program, even though the money isn't available, at least not yet. That's because Congress is still arguing over a continuing resolution to keep the government operating through the December 11th. The program is supposed to have $14 billion allocated to it, with about $13.2 billion available for farm payments. As part of the program, members of Congress have agreed to continue a nutrition program created during the ongoing pandemic. And of and course, as a side, you did hear on yep. the news this morning that uh, it looks like the House has now passed a bill, but it still has to be approved by the Senate. So it's still a work in progress, but it's uh, getting closer. It is, it is. And another program that pays farmers for market losses is the Price Loss Coverage Program. It now looks like 17 of the 23 commodities covered by that program will get some money. The breakdown shows corn growers will share $730 million based on payments of $10 per base acre, while soybean growers aren't expected to get anything under the program. Those payments start early next month. Some early surveys indicate farmers are likely to plant more soybean acres next spring. Farm Futures magazine reports farmers plan to plant almost 88 million acres to beans in 2021, up about 4 million from this year. That survey also shows farmers will plant fewer acres on both corn and wheat next spring. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue is losing one of his top assistants, Steve Sensky, who has been the Deputy Secretary since October of 2017, has resigned from that job to go back to where he came from as Chief Executive Officer with the American Soybean Association, a position that he's held 24, uh, 20 years before going to the USDA. Sensky previously served at the USDA in both the Reagan and the first George Bush administrations. His first day back with the soybean growers will be November 9th. And the countryside landmark cooperative merger is moving forward with a new 10-member board already meeting. At first, the board will include six members from Landmark and four from Countryside. Representing Countryside are John Creaser from Downsville, Ken Gabler from Augusta, Tim Bates from Elmwood, and David Lundgren from the Amory area. Eventually, the board will be whittled down to eight with five from Landmark and three from Countryside. The merger kicks in on March 1st. Very good. So that's a look at some of the uh, news in the world of agriculture this morning. We'll have more coming up. We're going to hear from Tom Vilsack here in just a few moments. So uh, you get ready, and uh, we've got more news coming from you in just a little while. Look forward to it. There he goes. There goes Scott this morning. We're 16 minutes after 5 o'clock. We've got uh, 53 degrees now 
and it is uh, kind of foggy in some places, so do be careful. And again, as we get closer to the weekend, a reminder, in case you hadn't heard before, and uh, you've been an avid fan of the Warren's Cranberry Festival, which always is the last full weekend in September, not going to happen this year because of the coronavirus pandemic. So can't go to Warren's. It's always fun to drive, drive by Warren. I haven't been there in years, but drive by. And I think that's when you come up the interstate and you see some of the new construction they put in there a few years ago. That off-ramp to Warren's is so long, it's because they've got so much traffic going to the Warren's Cranberry Festival. I had to get them uh, off the highway as much as they could. But no Warren's Cranberry Festival this weekend. It's just uh, not going to happen like so many other things. But what is happening this weekend, World Beef Expo, that's down at the Dells. So that is going, not the Dells, that's down at the uh, State Fair Park in West Allis. So one major event not going on another is going on in wisconsin so if you want to go to see some i think they got over 20 different breeds of cattle coming in there and uh, lots of exhibitors and they're taking the steps for you know social distancing and however they can do it so make sure that uh, you don't stop at warren's on your way because uh, there won't be much going on this weekend something going on today the badger crop connect that'll be from 12 30 to 1 30 and uh, hopefully you got registered for that. I don't know, maybe if you didn't, you can get a last-minute registration. Call your county agent, and maybe that person can help you get signed up. They're going to talk about a local update on crop conditions, also soil compaction, and they'll talk about lime, manure, and more in today's session. There'll be another one next week on the 29th. But again, that Badger Crop Connect is today from 12.30 until 1.30. And as we said, we had a chance recently to talk to Tom Vilsack, former former Agriculture Secretary in the Obama administration. He's uh, a volunteer, so to speak, because he's got another job with the uh, Dairy Export Council, but uh, he'll talk about what uh, Joe Biden thinks about agriculture if he would become president. That's coming up next here on WAX. Where has the Pioneer Audio Tour taken me today? I'm in Princeton, Illinois, at a field they call the Soybean Disease Nursery. Researchers here are actually encouraging the growth of diseases, like sudden death syndrome. That's because it's not enough to study a disease as it occurs naturally. There might be some years where conditions aren't right. So in this nursery and about two dozen more across the country, pioneer scientists induce disease. Here, that means making sure the ground is saturated. You can probably hear the irrigation system. Pioneer breeders and agronomists share data from this field to learn what varieties show greater resistance to disease. Because to achieve yield, you have to protect yield. The disease nursery in Princeton. Another thing that makes Pioneer, Pioneer. You'll hear more from me later. For now, let your local Pioneer sales representative hear from you. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. 
Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you, too, can live and serve part-time, close to home, by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. As the election nears, what do we know about Joe Biden's stance on agriculture and rural American issues? Former Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack is with me now. And uh, Mr. Vilsack, let me ask, first of all, and, and who is now the president and CEO of the U.S. Dairy Export Council, so still very much involved in agriculture domestically and on the export scene. But uh, Secretary Vilsack, let me ask you, first of all, has Mr. Biden put together an agricultural advisory board, so to speak, and if he has... Who's on that? Are, are you the leader of that or one of the members or the spokesperson for that? What does he have? Well, Bob, let me be clear. I'm, I'm obviously speaking to you today in my personal capacity and not, not in connection with my uh, job at U.S. Tech. Having said that, uh, the vice president has a number of advisors and a number of folks who have been engaged and involved in agriculture throughout uh, the United States who are working with him. Um, and we've recently had a meeting with large-scale dairy uh, and commodity organizations to sort of lay out what the Biden plan is for agriculture. Um, And it provides, I think, an interesting contrast between what Joe Biden has promised uh, to do and what he did, uh, what he was part of uh, during the time he was vice president, and what uh, President Trump has promised to do and what he's failed to to deliver on. Let me just uh, point out a couple of things. Joe Biden believes that we need smart trade deals, uh, and he believes it's important to have alliances if we're going to go against China, uh, the most important thing is to put together a coalition of nations who are being similarly mistreated by the Chinese so that the Chinese are not in a position to do what they did uh, in the last three years, which is to place retaliatory tariffs on American agricultural products, which has caused a, a fairly significant decline in commodity prices, build up a surplus of, of, of products. Now, as the Chinese begin to purchase some of our commodities, they're doing it at a discounted price. Another issue that's important to the Midwest uh, the renewable fuel standard this is critically important to the Midwest. Uh, the ethanol industry is, employs a lot of folks, uh, certainly provides a lot of opportunity for farmers. The uh, Trump administration has granted waivers, uh, which have basically resulted in about 4 billion gallons of ethanol that would have otherwise been produced, uh, not being produced. That 4 billion gallons equates to about a billion bushels of corn that wasn't sold, that would have been sold. Uh, impacting and affecting commodity prices. Joe Biden believes the RFS is a bond between a solemn promise between the government uh, and farmers. And he has uh, indicated in a statement he made just a week or so ago uh, to to maintain that bond, strengthen that bond, and expand investment uh, in the renewable fuel industry. Uh, President Trump promised to make significant investments in infrastructure, uh, especially in transportation. Joe Biden has put forward a, a substantial infrastructure plan uh, and that plan that uh, Joe Biden has put forward talks about improving not just uh, ports and airports and, and uh, bridges bridges and roads, but also the lock and dam systems on our uh, inland waterway system, uh, which can certainly impact and affect the efficiency to which farmers' uh, commodities can get to market, uh, giving us an advantage in, in exports. And finally, I would say that the, the, the vice president has put forward a fairly aggressive effort uh, to revitalize the farm economy. Uh, focusing on creating new revenue streams, new ways of farmers to be able to benefit uh, economically 
through carbon storage and conservation payments, uh, through uh, capture of methane uh, in livestock operations that, that will create a new source of renewable energy, and through uh, developing a bio-based manufacturing economy in rural places by converting agricultural waste into a variety of chemicals, materials, fabrics, and fibers, all of which create new revenue opportunities for farmers and diversify their farming operation and take full advantage of the natural resources uh, that we find in rural places. Well, with those issues on the table, let's talk about uh, trade. Tariffs, of course, have hurt, started with the steel and aluminum tariffs. Mr. Biden's position on tariffs, and also as far as, as trade, Mr. Trump is into bilateral deals with individual countries. Is Mr. Biden more of a multinational-type trader, more countries involved in trade deals? Where is he on those issues? He understands the importance of trade to agriculture. He understands it's anywhere from 20 to 30 percent of what we grow uh, and raise in this country is, is exported. And so we do need trade, trade agreements. Uh, I think the vice president would look for partners who are willing to enter into fair uh, and free trade arrangements. Uh, but it's got to be fair. It's got to be fair to American farmers. It's got to be fair to American businesses, uh, and I think he would be open uh, to negotiating trade agreements uh, so long as they are fair. Uh, I, I think you would see uh, an effort, as we saw in the Obama-Biden uh, administration, to look at ways in which you could leverage negotiations to get as uh, much benefit as possible. Uh, trade is, uh, uh, you know, it's complicated. Uh, it is difficult to negotiate trade agreements uh, because of the complexity of our of our economy. Uh, but I think the vice president believes in smart trade agreements uh, and certainly understands the, the difficulty in utilizing tariffs because uh, when you do this, uh, other countries basically retaliate. Um, and unfortunately, the retaliation that normally takes place is aimed directly at American agriculture because we've enjoyed until recently a very robust surplus in agricultural trade with the rest of the country, the rest of the world. Uh, we sell, uh, used to sell a lot more of agricultural products to the rest of the world than they purchased from us. Uh, in this administration, we've seen a, a significant decline in that surplus to the point where uh, we will probably have the lowest uh, trade surplus, if we have one, uh, in agriculture in the last uh, 13 to 15 years. And turning to renewable fuels, small refinery waivers have, as you alluded to, been a detriment to the uh, ethanol industry. Would he direct his EPA administrator to not grant those waivers or change the system or whatever i think he understands that the waivers were designed for very very small refineries that were having a particularly difficult time complying with the renewable fuel standard they were not uh, designed to benefit exxon and chevron uh, which have been the beneficiaries of some of the waivers granted in the trump administration uh, he understands and uh, he meaning joe biden understands and appreciates the importance of maintaining faith with the renewable fuel standard uh, in his while he was vice president we, uh, we raised the volume levels to 15 billion gallons. We invested $100 million in infrastructure to expand access to higher blends of, of ethanol, uh, E15 and E85, uh, uh, working with convenience store operators to, to uh, develop new distribution systems, new pumping systems. Uh, we saw an increase in defense spending uh, on biofuels to, to, uh, to take care of the fuels for planes and ships, so the new green fleet that the Navy was putting together. Um, so there was a tremendous effort, uh, and I think you would see a return to that effort, uh, and you would also see increased investment uh, in, in uh, continuing to create new and more efficient and better fuels. And again, that's Agriculture Secretary Vilsack, and it's part of a conversation. We'll hear the rest of it later on and before the election. 
And uh, tomorrow we'll hear from Ray Starling on behalf of President Trump and his agricultural policy. Again, another long interview that we'll uh, share with you in uh, parts. But again, uh, both thank both campaigns for allowing these gentlemen to to uh, join us so that we can uh, hear from spokespersons that are very close to both candidates on what their positions and various uh, aspects of agriculture will be going forward. 28 and a half minutes after 5 o'clock, we're going to find out about some markets because Rocky's going to join us from over at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. That's next on Wax. Again, a little fog out there, so be careful. Not all over, but in some places. It'll burn off because we're going to have some sunshine today and temperatures in the low 80s. Too hot? Too cold? How about just right? Get yourself the ultimate chore tractor. Get a New Holland Boomer Cab Compact Tractor with a luxury cab. Stay cool in summer and warm in the winter. They're loaded with standard features. And now you can save more than ever with 0% financing. With low monthly payments, they're more affordable than ever before. Stop in and see the New Holland Boomer Compact Tractors at Baraboo Implement, Rice Lake, and St. Croix Falls. Because you deserve to be comfortable. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it's almost 5.30 in the morning. Let's check some markets as we head over to Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. Looked out the window yet, Rocky? Is there any fog over there? Some folks are reporting a little fog around the area. No, I was out kind of late last night, and boy, yeah, it was definitely foggy last night. Looks like it is again this morning, so... All right, so be careful of that. It'll burn off. We'll have uh, sunshine and about 82 today, so it'll be a nice one. Well, how have things been going over at Premier Livestock so far this week? Uh, good. Uh, thank you, Bob. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, this is how the week is shaping up so far here at Premier Livestock. Uh, pretty good news in the markets. Uh, markets can seem uh, pretty much a little stronger all the way through this week. Uh, on the fed cattle, high choice and prime Holstein steers, 91 to a dollar three. Select and low choice Holsteins, 82 to 90. Choice beef steers and heifers from 92 to a dollar three. Market cows, mostly 50 to 64. High yielding cows from 65 to 77. Market bulls, mostly 80 to 95. Lower yielding and lightweight bulls, 79 and down. Organic market cows sold on Mondays, mostly from 68 to 84, lower yielding, thin, and lightweight, 67 and down. Newborn Holstein bull calves, mostly 100 to 175 per head. Uh, beef calves, 100 to 255 per head. Holstein heifer calves, 20 to 70. Uh, today, Wednesday, 9.30 a.m., we have our hay auction, 11 o'clock a.m., dairy cattle auction. Do have a complete herd dispersal. Uh, 65 Holstein cows, tie stall, free stall, uh, 65-pound tank average, 50 years of AI breeding, uh, very correct, very dairy-type cows coming from Sexton Farms out of Minnesota. Here's 14 fresh heifers. Uh, they're all two-year-olds, parlor free stall coming from Utterful Dairy. Here's two fancy registered two- and three-year-olds from Todd Stanick, uh, milking up to 120 pounds, deep pedigreed cows, uh, both granddaughters of unlimited cow herself. Also uh, selling 30 Holstein springing heifers, 
Uh, lots more information and pictures on our website at premierlivestockandauctions.com. Uh, questions, give us a call at Premier, 715-229-2500. Don't forget, uh, if you want to get in the newspaper advertising for our machinery auction, that deadline will be this Thursday uh, for the newspapers, but we'll be taking the consignments until October 2nd for our October 9th auction. So lots of nice items coming in daily. Uh, make sure to check that all out on our website, and that's the way it shaped up, Bob. So still not much activity as far as the hunting, no bear coming in and no uh, no horns for the bow hunting? No, I don't know where they all went, but uh, hopefully they're coming back. Well, we hope so, too. All right, Rocky, uh, have a good one. Watch out for the fog. We'll talk to you in the morning. Hey, thanks a lot, Bob. There he goes. That's Rocky over there at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. We'll get an update on the fog and the rest of our weather coming up. But uh, we mentioned the Badger Crop Connect is going on today. Also uh, going on, there PDPW putting on farm tour and producer panels at environmental workshops around the area. And there will be one in our area. That will be tomorrow over at Miltrum Farms. They're over in the Athens area. And the workshops start at 9 o'clock with the registration. And then 9.30, they'll start the workshops, environmental workshops, They'll talk about uh, technologies and techniques, moving dairy manure. Dennis Frame will be over there to talk about that. Also, they'll have a field tour. Then they'll talk about emerging issues in rural America and also producer-led watersheds, what's going on. So if you haven't registered, do that with PDPW because the workshop in central Wisconsin will be tomorrow, the 24th, at Miltrim Farms, and again, that's in the Athens area, put on by PDPW and get the chores done early because they're going to start that about 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. Lots of uh, lots of good environmental information at those workshops. And the one in our area, if you want to head over towards the Athens area, will be tomorrow. We'll check with Kelly next and find out what's going on with the weather. It's going to be pretty nice today, I think. Savings are in motion at Sherrill Tire and Service Centers with a factory direct tire sale. Factory pricing on Kelly tires through October 10th. Kelly Edge tires have all-season traction for everyday driving. Get up to $250 in mail-in rebates on four installed Goodyear tires with a Goodyear credit card. Friendly and knowledgeable Sherrill Tire and Service Centers. Clover, Stevens Point, Weston, Wisconsin Rapids, Marshfield, and Medford. Online at SherrillTire.com. Sherrill Tire and Service, best tire prices, period. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And our weather on Wax this morning brought to you by Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. Kelly Slifka is over at Skywarn 13 this morning. Short sleeve shirt weather yet again today, huh? Yeah, it looks like it's going to be sweating out there. Yeah, I guess so, man. And there is a little fog around the area people have been reporting, huh? Yeah, that's uh, because we've had some of that moisture in the air, and this time of the year, obviously, the nights are long. About 12 hours of darkness uh, allows that temperature to drop close to that dew point. So we're getting some of the fog, especially in those valley spots this morning. In fact, officially at the Eau Claire Airport, the visibility down to a third of a mile. So just be on the lookout for that. Otherwise, we'll look at hazy sunshine today, another 80-degree day, and this will only be the third day that we've been at or above 80 in Eau Claire this month, so we should get up to about 82. Increasing clouds tonight. There will be a chance for some showers late. This will be more likely toward tomorrow morning. 
Lows down to a 60. Tomorrow, some morning showers and mostly cloudy, 71. Partly cloudy and warm Friday, high of 80. Chance for some showers and thunderstorms on Saturday, high of 74. Right now in Eau Claire, with some fog in some spots, temperature at 52 degrees. I'm Sky Warren 13, meteorologist Kelly Slifka. So our 80-degree days are numbered, huh? Yeah, well, we might get another one on Friday, but after that, I think it's pretty much going to be history. <laughs> It always happens this time of the year for some reason, huh? Well, I guess, you know, when the sun angle is getting so low on the sky, yeah. it's pretty tough to get warm out there. It really is. Hey, thanks, Kelly. You bet. Kelly Slifko over at Skywarn 13 this morning. Take a look at our weather information, as we said. Brought to you by Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you. And that means you want to use Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715 223 Three four five Christensen Sales of Abbotsford, Wisconsin. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We've got a lot of markets to get to this morning. We're about uh, 23, 24 minutes before 6 o'clock. Again, 52 degrees right now, but let's get some of the uh, local news. Scott rejoins us. What's going on? Governor Tony Evers yesterday issued a new order that extends his mask requirement until November 21st. The governor said Wisconsin's spike in coronavirus positives shows the need. A number of Republican lawmakers said yesterday the governor has gone too far. They want to come back to the Capitol and overrule the governor. Governor Evers is still facing a legal challenge to his last mask order, and that lawsuit said he doesn't have the power to continue his emergency orders indefinitely. The state's seven-day average of coronavirus positives is 1,838 per day, with a total of 1,251 deaths from coronavirus in Wisconsin. And the state is back on Chicago's travel ban list. Chicago yesterday added Wisconsin to its list of places where visitors who come to visit the city must quarantine for two weeks before heading out. Wisconsin spent the summer coming on and jumping off the list, Chicago's public health managers said uh, the recent spikes in coronavirus positives in Wisconsin makes the state too risky for them. Wisconsin's public health managers aren't canceling Halloween this year, but they're coming close. The Wisconsin Department of Health Services yesterday recommended against trick-or-treating this year. The DHS said going house-to-house isn't a good idea in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic and that children and parents will be outside. That doesn't matter. The DHS said there's a risk of spreading the virus. Ultimately, it'll be up to local cities and towns to decide about trick-or-treating. And the doors at Eau Claire's Children's Museum will stay locked for a while. Museum managers yesterday said the museum museum will not reopen anytime soon, and probably not before 2022. Museum director Michael McCorney said the coronavirus wiped out the museum's ability to stay open. He said originally the museum would close for good, but yesterday said the museum will be part of Eau Claire's future in one way, shape, or form. And, well, the Brewers 
got back on the winning side yesterday, beating the Reds 3-2. to two. They have one more game against the Reds today, and then five games with the Cardinals starting tomorrow. And as we were discussing before we started, Bob, on today's show, uh, what's the calculus that the Brewers have to do to get into the playoffs? Win them, win. Win them all is, <laughs> is the best way to do it, I'll tell you. Yep. And then whatever happens, happens after that. That's that great coaching situation where you ask the head coach of a college football team at halftime, what do you have to do to win the sec- win in the second half? The greatest answer I ever heard was score more points than them. That's exactly the way to do it. That is for sure. <laughs> All right, sir, you uh, enjoy your coffee, and we'll talk to you a little later on. Yes, we will. There he goes. That's Scott this morning. He figured that out right away. Score more than the other guys, and you will win. We've got uh, more to take a look at, markets, and so much more coming up on Wax. It's 20 minutes to 6, 52 degrees, a little fog. Farm News brought to you by Dummer's Grain Service and Buck Country Grain. Harvest season is underway, and you know what that means. It's time to look at marketing your corn and soybeans. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman are the people to trust. They work with the farmer to get them the most competitive price for their commodities. Target price offers purchase contracts, basis contracts, and more. They offer all grain services. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman. Give them a call today or visit their website at www.buckcountrygrain.com. It's where your corn and soybeans want to go. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we will get to markets, but uh, more of our farm news, our calendar news, really, as uh, courtesy of the Dummer's Grain Service in Holman, Buck Country Grain in Arcadia. Don't forget the Badger Crop Connect is today, and that'll be 1230 to 130. It's a virtual program as uh, county agents around the state, the crops and livestock agents around the state, are going to have a local update on crop conditions. They'll also talk about soil compaction, preventing it, measuring it, and reducing it, talking about tires and loads and soil conditions that are susceptible, more susceptible to soil compaction. Also, they'll talk about lime, manure, and much more. And again, that is coming up at 1230 today, and uh, they wanted you to register by uh, yesterday, but maybe... You can call your agent this morning and uh, see if they won't let you on because that's going to be another good session. And again, as we mentioned before, PDPW putting on environmental workshops across the state, actually two of them, one going to be down in the southern part of the state, one in central Wisconsin. The one in central Wisconsin will be tomorrow at Miltrum Farms. That's in the Athens area in central Wisconsin. And they'll get started early in the morning, about 9 o'clock with the registration the workshop will begin about 9.30, and they'll talk about uh, manure, moving dairy manure. Dennis Frame of Timber Ridge Consulting will moderate a producer panel to uncover strategies that make the most of uh, lean budgets while meeting increased demand for agricultural equipment. They'll have a farm field tour, talk about emerging issues in rural America as far as the environmental situation is concerned, and a lot falls under that. Also, uh, big results, producer-led watersheds and what they've come up with. That's going to be tomorrow over at Miltrum Farms in the Athens area, and that will start about 9 o'clock. Contact uh, PDPW to get registered for that or 
just sign up or just show up, I guess, would be uh, one way to take advantage of that. And again, as we've been saying, coming up this weekend will not be the Warren's Cranberry Festival. Unfortunately, that has been postponed for uh, for a year because of the virus. But World Beef Expo is going on down at State Fair Park in West Allis. We'll have markets next on WAX. Today, our tour of Pioneer Soybean Development has taken us here. I'm entering one of the growth chambers at the Johnston, Iowa campus. The door is closing. This room is carefully regulated for temperature, light, humidity. I'm in a huge, long, tube-like chamber filled with soybean plants. They keep it pretty dim in here. This is just one phase of a multi-year process to bring the strongest seeds to market, such as the famed Pioneer brand A-Series soybeans. Depending on what happens in here, Pioneer breeders may advance these contenders to the next phase, or not. Most of the soybeans in this room won't make it into a Pioneer bag, but the ones that do are designed to be the best-performing soybeans ever introduced by Pioneer. Growth chambers, another thing that makes Pioneer Pioneer. You'll hear more from me later. For now, let your local Pioneer sales representative hear from you. Join us for the start of our second year with double points, huge savings, and free delivery. It's our biggest sale yet. Half-price carpet, half-price pad, half-price vinyl, and free installation. Plus 20% off Hunter Douglas blinds and up to 40% off all furniture and bedding. Don't forget the deals in hardware and grocery. This sale is for you. Our customer appreciation sale, September 21st through the 27th at Russell's of Nielsville. Your better living store. It's quarter to six here at Wax, and we've got to get to some market. Let's get to the Equity L Tuna Bar and find out what happened yesterday. Here's Mark Koger to tell us. Choice beef steers and heifers selling from 90 to a dollar. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, 92 to 98. We topped at 99.75 on some high yielding prime steers. Choice Holstein steers 84 to 92 with your heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers selling 84 and down. 20% of the slaughter cows on Tuesday selling from 60 to 66. We had some high-yielding cows up to 69 and a half. 60% of the cows selling from 42 to 60 with 20% of the cows selling 42 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls on Tuesday selling from 80 to 92. Thin, full bulls over a ton. Horn bulls and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves weighing 95 pounds and up. Here on Tuesday, selling from 50 to $140 per head with the light and poor quality calves selling below your fancy beef calves, selling from 75 to $215 per head. Quick reminder, special feeder sale here on Friday, the 25th of September. We're expecting 250 to 300 head at the sale. For more information on that sale, give us a call here to market at 715-835-3104 or you can go to our website at equitycoop.com to check out our early consignments. You know that taking care of the people who count on you means taking on the toughest problems and that there's no such thing as a one-size-fits-all solution. We're Bremer Bank. We know your path to success won't look like anyone else's, and we're ready to help you make your way. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's get to more markets. We go over to the uh, Equity Stratford sale barn. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Good morning, Jerry. How you doing? 
Well, Bob, and a good morning to you. Uh, on a day like today or uh, predicting a nice day like yesterday, you got to be good. And it's just, uh, well, we're blessed with this good fall weather, get a lot of field work done. So like you and I were talking off the air, we... They, uh, at least we can look back at some positives from 2020 anyway. <laughs> yeah, there so, haven't been too many, but there have been, been, been a few. Weather has been one of them in our area. Well, how have we been doing so far over there at the Stratford Sale Barn this week? All right, Bob, we will tell the folks about that. Again, I thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. Summary from the first couple of days here at Equity Stratford, and we'll start with the market cow auction. To be on a steady trend this week, higher yielding, fleshier cows are selling from, on yesterday's sale, we're selling from 61 to 68. Uh, top cow so far this week was 71 and a half, and that was Monday's auction. Uh, most of the cows this week, your average dairy cows, are selling between 44 and 60. Thin cows, like carcass cows, 44 and back. On the bull trade this week, better quality bulls, mostly from 80 to 90. Uh, lighter weight bulls, uh, 78 and below. On the fat cattle trade, your choice grading Holstein steers, mostly from 84 to 94. Black steers, underfinished and big heavy overfinished cattle, 82 and down. Now into the calf market, Holstein bull calves in good demand this week. Uh, uh, mostly uh, good quality, 9,230 pounders, mostly from 70 to 140. And again, on Monday's auction, we'd see the fancy calves up to 155. Heifer calves, uh, very limited demand this week, uh, 50 and below. Beef calves, again, in good demand, 100 to 240. Well, we're at Wednesday already here, and uh, this morning we start at 10 o'clock here with our market auction here at Equity Stratford. We sell market cows this morning, also fat cattle and bulls. Also in the mix this morning will be the sheep, hog, and goats. We'll get to those baby calves and then the feeder cattle sale will be a noontime start, or 12, 12, 15, approximately that, for the feeder cattle. So that'll all be today here at Stratford. And don't forget, tomorrow our uh, auction does start at 11 o'clock with market cattle and baby calves tomorrow. So, folks, if you got any questions on our sales schedule, you can view that uh, on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page, and we always like to hear from you folks, 715-687-4101, although I know the... The folks are busy, like we said before, folks, a uh, uh, lot of choppers, balers, farm equipment on the road. So take your take time and be careful because uh, everybody is trying to get stuff done. And, uh, well, you know, you get behind somebody. Well, it doesn't make any difference if you get to your destination five or ten minutes late. At least you get there. So got to be careful. A lot of stuff going on. Boy, that's for sure. And this is National Farm and Safety Week. So, again, we do urge you to be safe out there. We're going to get work done today, and then it looks like some rain moving through tomorrow. So that'll uh, give us a chance to catch our breath. Hey, you have a good day. We'll talk to you in the morning. You you have a good day, too, Bob. And you know, you'll be out running around today with that convertible, won't you? Well, we might put a few miles on it. You never know. We'll enjoy it. Thanks, Jerry. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Hello, this is Jessica from Northside Elevator in Loyal. As a dairy calf consultant, I'm passionate about helping every dairy succeed, beginning with the future of your herd, your calves. I work alongside farmers and calf managers to design nutrition programs and offer management concepts that give every calf the greatest advantage right from the start. At Northside, we understand calf needs and have the resources for your success. Learn more at northsideelevator.com. The fall season is here. The leaves are changing, which means the weather is too. Stop on down at Wolf's True Value and Parts City Auto Parts in Greenwood for all your winter needs. Furnace filters, space heaters, window insulation kits, pipe wraps, snow blowers, and more. Don't forget about the birds. 
Wolf's True Value and Parts City Auto Parts also carries birdseed and feeders. Need to winterize your vehicle? See Mark to help you keep your auto running all year round at Wolf's True Value and Parts City Auto Parts in Greenwood. Your Goodwill has been the Halloween headquarters for generations of trick-or-treaters. With each purchase, you fuel job training and opportunities for people with barriers to employment. How's that for a treat? Central Livestock Association is your full-service livestock market with sale barns in Zambroda, Albany, and Rock Creek. Central Livestock has been in the business of marketing your livestock successfully for almost 100 years, so you know they know the business. They handle all species of livestock with special sales each week, Monday through Thursday. To find out more about their sales schedule, call Zambroda toll-free at one 732 7305 That number again is one 732 7305 Trust your livestock to the professional at Central Livestock. And that's what we're going to do right now. Go over to Central Livestock in Zombroda and uh, get some market numbers from Patty Mickla. In the feeder cattle division, we had a light test on the market. We had some beef steers and bulls in, 350 to 600 pounds, bringing up to $1.1750 with the 6 to 800 pounds up to $1.22. Beef heifers, 3 to 600 pounds, brought up to $1.05. Six to 800 pounds up to $1.08. And we had Holstein feeder steers, Two to four hundred pounds up to a dollar twenty seven, four to six weights up to a dollar six, six to eight hundred pound Holsteins brought up to a dollar five, and we had some eight hundred to a thousand pound Holsteins, seventy six to ninety one. We had some cow calf pairs in ranging from eight hundred to a thousand ten dollars per pair. In the fed cattle division, beef steers were at ninety eight to a dollar six seventy five with mixed grading eighty to ninety seven. Beef heifers ninety seven to a dollar three fifty with mixed grading seventy to ninety six. We had dairy steers from eighty nine to ninety five with the dairy cross steers and heifers seventy six to ninety six fifty. Market cows traded mostly fifty six to seventy three with the market bulls from seventy two to ninety one fifty. At the baby calf sale, calves ninety five to one hundred twenty five pounds they brought from sixty five to one twenty five. 150 to 250 pound calves, 105 to 150, and we had beef calves ranging from 70 to $150 per hundredweight. Synergy Cooperative encourages all of Northwest Wisconsin to do their part during this unprecedented time, keeping safe and also supporting our local businesses. And should you need anything at this time, Synergy Co-op has all their businesses open with extra safety measures in place. That includes the feed stores, agronomy offices, hardware stores, auto repair shops, propane service, gas stations, and convenience stores, and even their drive through restaurants like A&W. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And taking a look at our Synergy Co-op market report, a two-sided trade on the Board of Trade. China's buying a lot of U.S. corn, but overnight the market went down two cents on the December contracts at 367. Is the harvest really getting underway? And, boy, we haven't had much to slow down the harvest as it's getting started, although we'll get a little slow down tomorrow in our area with the chance of rain. Oats overnight down two cents on the December contract at 286. December wheat two to three lower at 555. November soybeans down a nickel at 1014. And soybean meal for October up a dime at 337.40 a ton. And taking a look at our country elevator prices as we check our DTN screen this morning. Golden Plump has corn today at 327. At Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo 309 with the soybeans at 954. Stevens Point has soybeans at 941. Corn at Elk Mounds, 311. The soybeans at 960. Down at Sparta, 
318 for the corn, 947 for the soybeans. And over at Ellsworth, the corn is at 301 today, the soybeans 954. At the ethanol plants, corn at Boyceville 327, Stanley 315, and the Richmond 307. Dairy markets, barrel cheese unchanged 163 and a half. The block's down four and three quarters at 260. Butter up three quarters at 162. Class three, September up one at 1627. October, the bottom fell out down a dollar twenty three at eighteen forty two. November not much better down eighty two at eighteen sixteen. December down forty six at seventeen twenty one. January down twenty at sixteen sixty seven. As we look at the markets, brought to you by Synergy Cooperative, and it's going to be a nice day out there today. But clouding up tonight, and then some rain tomorrow. E about eighty two today, seventy one the high tomorrow. Right now. 52 and a little fog out there, so be careful, but enjoy another nice warm day. Wax 104.1